Hey guys, Jake here. I have a quick short message for you before we get started. This is the season finale for Delta Green scenario. And so if you missed anything or you're just starting, go on back to episode one and kick it off there. If you are where you need to be, then this message is for you. The episode is going to start with a full season recap. It lasts about seven minutes long. And if you don't want to hear any of the plot points and character development, then you can go ahead and skip ahead. And after that, I just want everyone to know that the story is structured a little bit differently than a normal actual play podcast. That means the story is out of sequence, on purpose. So no, it's not going to leave off from where episode 4 left off. And I don't want to spoil too much, but that's just a heads up. So don't be so confused that you think that I made a huge mistake on accident. Uh, please stick around. I hope you enjoy. And let me know what you think. Was this a good idea? Bad idea? Could I have done better? And don't forget to share with your friends. And we'll come at you in one week next Sunday, May 24th. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. He stayed in South Africa. His dad and mom flew back. The plane crashed in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. They died. He's sad now. He got a dog. He's gonna marry this girl. That didn't happen. She she walked off with another rich man. I'm gagged. He's, he's all sad. He's all sad now. He now wants to just save the world. And he wants to have a feeling of purpose. He wants to feel like he can do something with his life. Because for his whole life so far, every, nothing's gone the way he wanted it. And he wants to have a purpose and he wants things to go his way. He wants good things to happen. He wants to be responsible for those good things. It's not about the bow tie, Jairus. Jairus, this is about the No one trusts you, Jairus. <laughs> you're a loose cannon, Jairus. <laughs> Just like the Top Gun thing, like you're a loose cannon, Jairus, but that's why they like you. <laughs> you're picking up what you're putting down? Jairus, we're talking, talking about that bow tie. We don't care about it. All right. Nobody asked you about your bow tie. Brandon McGill was found like wandering around naked by a park ranger around early Saturday morning. Oh, I'd love to have some fun, my bow tie friend. Jairus, you're getting it twisted again. <laughs> Brandon <laughs> McGill disappeared in 1980 at age six. He should be 47 years old, judging by the initial birth certificate. And All what right. sort of uh, threats are we expecting? Well, we don't and know. That's what we're sending you in to investigate, you idiot. I am Come on, boss. Let's go. Question, I'm teacher. ready for our challenge. You've got no time to get. You've got no badges. You've got no false identities. And you're going in blind, okay? Like, we're not, but you're in it now, okay? You got a guy? Whatever. Get in. Get out. If you die, you die. All right? All right. Madam, you're going to have to excuse us, but we're here as part of a private investigation. And while I can't reveal too many names, our employer insists that we talk to this boy. Ma'am, has there been more happening in this park than you've been letting on? She says... Well, I mean, besides the sightings of the of those weird, those weird tall people with the shiny faces, not much. Jake, so you're rolling in, you're you're rolling into the office, and you go past the ranger station, and she's like, "Excuse me, sir, I said you can't get in there." And you see her reaching for, and you see her reaching for her pepper spray that she has. 
sir, sir, you, your your car just exploded. I mean, you gotta, you first. Was there anyone in the car or anything of importance in the car? It it was. Part, I mean, my laptop, uh, my camera. <laughs> no one cares Most about your camera, that. sir. No one cares about your camera. No one cares about your camera, sir. Okay, I don't tell him that. Okay, so you put the phone on speaker, and, and as you do, you hear you you hear him say, you hear um, Agent Peter say, "Oh, fuck, guys, we had rumors of a Kenyani of a, of a Kenyani cult having hold in Yosemite, but we didn't realize they were true until now, probably." try as you will but I'll make this decision easy for you if you don't leave them we cannot leave this has always been our land then let us make a swift exit get away from my friend and I gesture to Theodore we cannot leave if you do not surrender the child tell us what you want from him what do you plan the Lord will help us bring back our race to the greatness that we once had. We will use him to breed more of us among the moon again, than we did many centuries ago. And what happens to the boy? We lose him. And what you guys see, um, Jairus and Theodore is the last two strangers just looking at you, knives ready. And, and Theodore, they both lunge at you. And, and then one makes it through, okay? And, and, and you get stabbed again. That ain't good. <laughs> it's not what I want. So you stagger off and then you just collapse and, and Theodore passes off of this world half sane, dead and alone, separated from his friends. Jairus, it's your turn. Fuck. <laughs> So you, so you make it back to the ranger station, and by the time you make it back, five, you know, it's kind of about like 5.30, and, and, and you kind of see the, the carnage of what was left. You still see the overturned car. You, you see the washed out area, but the, the ranger station itself is still standing. I, I just, I see us like rolling into the parking lot and Jairus is looking straight forward, but kind of has his head tilted to the side and he's talking to Brandon and he says, and, and that's why you don't throw stones at a beehive. You catch my drift, little boy? Not to mention out here, you got to watch out for the horse flies. Those things are worse than the bees. They're about the size of your thumb. See that sucker? Yeah. Yeah, like, that thumb right there, man. He's like, yeah. I, yeah, he's like, yeah, but he's like clearly not that interested. 
And um, kind of as you say that, you see a parade of white vans, uh, three in total, um, and they all are marked as very as as kind of three separate um, government agencies like FBI, CIA, DEA. You know, and you kind of like have the and you kind of have it all kind of on the side. And one of the and one of the cars stops and out and out steps a man in a bow tie god damn it and and from across and from halfway across the parking lot you hear him scream gyrus <laughs> what the fuck guy <laughs> Hey, Brandon, do you know how many stripes are on a bumblebee? And he keeps rolling towards the ranger station. And, all right, and, and you kind of hear Agent Peter stomping after you. And, and, he, and he grabs onto, like, the, the back of your, your wheelchair, and he spins you around. And he is, and he is just glaring at you. And he's like, "Gyrus, do you have any idea the cleanup we have to do?" Mm, yeah. yeah, we've We're got really sitting in it, man. We've got hey, it, it, Hank, do you have like a sandwich or something? He's like, no, I don't have a I'm fucking sandwich. Fucking starving. We've got agents. Well, how about we've got agents dealing with the Kinyani. Luckily, because like you're like, ah, oh, I'm Jairus. I'm a hotshot agent. I'm gonna go leave all the dead bodies of the offshoot humans. And he's like, kind of leave. And he's kind of at like a loud whisper. He's like, don't even let me. Don't even get me started on the fucking paperwork I have to deal with. And um. And he's like, let's just try to let's just try to make sure the witnesses know what was up and he kind of winks at you as he says that what's up is not my blood sugar and i think i have a tooth or something stuck in my shoulder peter you asshole did you even notice that your recruit is gone even take a minute to just digest what the three of us have been through. Listen, Theodore kind of knew what he signed up no, for. Look, have, no, no, no. You sent us, you gave us one gun. One gun. Was, what was it, 60? Look, I know you didn't know what the threat was going to be, but for God's sakes, like... I'm done with this shit, man. You're gonna have to do a lot better and than he, that. And he slaps you across the face. I, I saved you. You're not done till you're dead. Now let's go in, deal with the witnesses, but first, the program assigns someone new. Someone new to this cell, and we want you to meet him, and he kind of gestures to the van that he came out of. And then Michael, would you like to introduce the audience to your character and out steps? Who, 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 who steps Hello. out of the band, Michael? Hey there. Who's this fine, fine person? <laughs> well, oh, I know. <laughs> Hi, my name's James. James Mitchell. How are you? Hungry. Hungry. I have a Snickers in my uh, pocket. Would you, you like that? I fucking love chocolate. Chocolate? <laughs> I'm a huge chocolate fan. Here, here, have one. Pass it here. Please. You gave me went back. Oh, fuck yeah. And, and you think mm. to yourself... 
life is about the little things. Fuck that. I can't get the wrapper open fast enough, but then, like, whenever the creamy caramel breaks or under the, like, the crunchy chocolate, I just can't savor it enough. And then I get, there's, like, just this moment of sorrow that passes over my face, but it's gone in a blink of an eye. And next thing you know, you got a smiling gyrus with a smear of chocolate on his lip and a little bit crumbs in his beard. And he's like, wiping his face. He's like, all right. Okay. All right. So I'm trying to eat. And and, you say, and Peter says, guys, you done with the fucking snacks? And he kind of starts pushing you towards the door. And as you start, and as you start, um, and as as both of you start walking toward, as I mean, as all three of you start walking towards the door, one of the park rangers bursts out (laughs) of the station. And she is like, what the fuck? Um, okay, so you're going back towards the ranger station, and, and this ranger lady comes up, her arms are up in the air, and she's like, what the fuck is, is going on? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I believe his name is James. Excuse me, ma'am, excuse me, uh, this has nothing to do with you, uh. Listen, listen, ma'am, listen. I'm gonna need you to calm down. This, it's about, he checks his watch. It's about six in the morning, ma'am. I'm gonna need you to calm down, please. It's a little too early for this. <laughs> and she gestures to the car and she's like, what the fuck caused that? I've got a family in there that's scared. Ma'am, ma'am. Her husband ma'am. wanders in at like two, like half days, Passes out. I have to get a blanket. They're in there caring for him. They're scared of their mind. What do I tell him? What? Who did that to the car? Ma'am. Brandon. And she kind of looks at Brandon incredulously. And she's like, what's he? T- is he okay? What happened to him? Ma'am, I'm going to need you to tell that family to mind their business. This has nothing to do with them. This is, this is beyond them. Okay? I'm going to need you. And this is above your pay grade as well. So I'm going to need you to calm down as well. Ma'am, please go back inside, get a drink of coffee or something, and calm down. Okay, can you, can you make a charisma roll? Fuck yeah, I just gotta say, dude, I'm so hyped right now. <laughs> character voice and everything. Michael's coming back hard. I Be surely ready, am. Man. I surely am. 96. Okay, so she's like, well, okay, whatever. You fucking government, you know, you fucking high government spooks. I'm done. I'm done. And she kind of just like walks back in. And as she kind of does, and as soon as she gets out of earshot, Peter's like, guys, remember, time for a cover story. Would I uh, sound condescending if I said that never gets old? <laughs> he says cover story what do you th- uh, what's the what's the latest on the on the backlog for us peter they always got that nice list that the newbies run into might as well familiarize james with the system yeah what's In on fact- the list for cover stories um i think I think we have a couple like the Delta Green probably does deal with like paranormal hoaxes. Yeah, well, remember, um, you guys, yeah, so you guys are kind of in a national park. You guys can't let people know about the supernatural because that would, you know, and let me just remind you because I guess you guys forgot. It's like, what are some of the rules? This is out of character, by the way, is you guys can't let oh, people yeah. know that yeah. spooky shit is real. Yeah, and I'm like, like, yeah, this is Jake talking. Um, I, I, I think that Delta Green would probably get a couple of like calls, or at least like they pick up on stuff that turns out to be like really bad hoaxes or yeah. 
why does the plural for that just sound so bad? Um, sounds like horrible grammar. Um, hoaxes. Yeah, you hoaxes. know, like the occasional like <laughs> a Bigfoot ate my dog. Yeah. And, sure, they, know, they they come across all of that. Yeah, like the haunted abandoned mall in the yeah. middle of Chicago. All right, so let's go back into character, and um, and uh, Mike, what's on the excuse? Michael, what is on the excuse sheet for Delta Green today? And now I want you to pick one in your head, and you're going. I want you to pick an excuse, like a normal, you know, natural occurrence excuse, and I want you to say, "I got this." Well, um, today we received word that. There's something, something funky uh, happening down in Jackson, Mississippi. Huh. Uh, someone, someone said that there's their dog. Wait, this dog is, was a was attacked. Okay, so Peter, so Peter's like, guys, what are you talking about? We need a fucking excuse for why this car's overturned. Apparently, that. That dude went psycho. Listen, cover listen, story. Peter, Peter, Peter. I, I think Peter, what James Peter. meant to say was Peter, that you guys, do, you, do you guys understand Peter. what cover story means? Peter. Yeah. Peter. <laughs> what I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I am getting there. <laughs> okay, fine. Peter. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Peter. Let the players roll, Handler. Let it roll. Let it be said. I'm so nervous that you guys don't know what cover story means. I'm so sorry. I hate to be that person. Takes a sip of his coffee. Peter, like I was saying, this dog got out in Jackson, Mississippi, and he was barking. Those car flipped over. Same thing happened here. Another car flipped over. Same thing happened. Also, in Tallahassee, Florida, there's a car that flipped over. We're going to tell them that we're investigating flipping cars from a car company. That's what we're going to tell them. That's exactly what we're going to tell them. This one's smelling like Hyundai weekend sales. Am I on the... We're going to tell them that we're from the Department of Transportation and that we have come here to investigate flipped over cars from Ford Motor Company. Okay. They're making cars that flip over and that's what we're here to investigate. We're going to tell them that something happened in Jackson, something else happened in Tallahassee, and this time, this time, third time, not the first two times because it's the government. We're not that efficient. The third time. See, we got to make it believable. Government doesn't just react firsthand we got we had to wait a while and then bam third time something happens we're here to investigate whatever guys and you guys kind of all go inside and when you go in um you're kind of met with like with like a barrage of questions you, you know like the the guy earlier who was like my car he was like he was like what's going on his family's like yeah can you tell us and and the um and the two other rangers are like, what is going on? Uh Jairus? Well, you see, we're with the transportation associates of um uh, geez, it already fades from me again. All I remember is that I was in a bad car accident and these guys pulled, pulled me out of our van that had just gotten flipped. My, my, my colleague has been transported off in an ambulance down the road. Um, and I was bringing my friends here to see the rest of the strange anomalies that have occurred in your parking lot. I believe uh, you got some rowdy uh, adolescents All right, roaming so your park. Roll. This bloody old man. He's not that old, but he rolls a 
41. And he's got a nine dexterity. I mean, dexterity, Jesus. He's got a 10 in charisma, but you wanted to know his dexterity. <laughs> no, no. He, so, so they're like, they're just like, what are you talking about? You're that crazy person from before. What's going on? And they kind of like look to like the new person and Agent Peter. Listen, listen, ma'am. Like my partner here said, um, we're from the Transportation Association. We're here to see what's been happening with flipped over cars. Uh, uh, some, some crazy things have been happening around these parts and we're just here to do a little investigation. And uh, Brandon here, uh, he, he's also part of this. He, he's been in one of the flipped over cars and we're gonna need, we need it to take him in for question. That's why we have him. This is, uh, my, this is my boss here, Peter, and he, he, he's helping us investigate this strange, strange occurrence, flipped over cars. Man had to see it himself. And Peter's like, yeah, come on, folks. There's nothing to see here. You know, we'll move along. The government will reimburse you for that car. Yeah, and, they're, and they kind of begin to calm down. And they're like, okay, I guess if we get reimbursed and then, and then uh, they're like, but who were those people that we saw? Those would be your silly adolescents. But they were seven feet tall. Haven't you heard of TikTok? Not only are they teaching dances, but now people are picking up stilts. Shit's weird. Roll a I'm not going to question what those kids are up to nowadays. Roll all I remember is that we Jake, were on the cutting Jake. edge of technology, too. Jake, don't you dare not roll a charisma check right now. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta commit, bro. That's an 81, son. Don't you dare interrupt my role play, brah. They are, they believe you can't you are wait no all right you can't just be like oh TikTok and it stilts when something attacked people that is a outlandish lie and you need to roll a critical hit or a critical success I mean at least let me finish the lie come on man. I'm sorry the the audio listen our audio is very spotty all right just count to one banana. Two banana, All right. three banana, and then talk. <laughs> New house rule. All right, but so so you. All right, so they're like, I guess like they kind of begin to believe you, all except for the youngest park ranger. She's kind of like, stop, and she kind of goes to to Agent Peter and and you guys, and she's like, I I don't I don't trust you guys. I don't believe I don't believe you for one second. I wouldn't take a park ranger seriously who tries to pepper spray her guests. She didn't, she didn't try to pepper spray you. This is a different one. We got to put names to these blank faces, man. You never asked their names. I did a couple times. There was Chief, Chief Chieftain. Well, you, never, you never asked the name of her. All right, fair enough. There was Jessica. I remember there was like something or another... Um, oh yeah well she's jessica yeah it's, it's jessica i'm so sorry all right so we haven't met yet yeah but you haven't met her yet you don't know her name you just know her as like the young person and obviously none of you guys know her name all right then in in role play yeah but she's like i don't believe you guys for one second i don't believe you but i i don't I think some bad spooky shit has gone down here most people do. It is what it is. So I suggest we all just carry on so this crazy line of occurrences can just be over with. I, I got to use the bathroom. Is it all right if I just kind of roll on over? I kind of got blood in my eyes and stuff if you can't see. Okay, so, so you kind of like go. 
and Peter kind of grabs your arm and he's like, he kind of like shakes his head and he's like, we'll just clean you after you get out of your summit, after we get out of here, Jairus. Is it really that big of a deal, man? Like, and he says, we, Jairus, we just got to get out of here, man. You and the new guy got a handle on this. You kidding me? Give me a break, man. Okay. All right. All right. So you go rolling to fight, and, and he's like, whatever. And you kind of go rolling, and then, and then you kind of hear Agent Peter say, he is getting written up. This is the last time. I just kind of coast into a wall. <laughs> and slump and then slump over. <laughs> Conversation avoided. Ding. Well, no, you you just kind of you didn't really overhear him. He kind of says that more to um to Michael. Oh no, yeah, but I was just saying. I just so you just posted right into in, a wall. <laughs> right into a wall. <laughs> you're okay. So you're like Blair Witch Project at a wall. You're scaring <laughs> them. And, and then, and um, and uh, Michael, uh, Peter kind of goes to you and he's like, he is getting out of hand. You're going to keep an eye on him. If he messes up one more time. Uh, he seems like time. a good guy. And his head. Like chocolate. And your head is on the chopping block. Listen, Peter, Peter, Peter. Listen, listen, listen. No need. There's no need for 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 this. You can you can calm down. Don't worry about it. I've got it. If I ever let you down, have I ever let you down? I've never like, let you down. I, I guess not. You have been doing some pretty good stuff for us recently. I know. I see, Peter. Peter, listen. Don't worry about this. You can go back. Go shopping for some bow ties. It's all gonna be lovely. Just, just calm down. Okay, so you guys have kind of pacified the witnesses, um, and with that, it's um, it's time for you to 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 kind of take your leave, Jairus. You kind of circle back after avoiding the conversation. Peter, kind of make some last minute talks with the park rangers to solidify your guys' story. And, and with that, um, you leave and you see Brandon being, and as you leave, you see Brandon uh, being put, not forcefully at all, but you see him being put into the van. You see him in the van marked uh, CIA. Like you see him being put in there with uh, several other agents. Just like watching the sunset, eh, James? Wow, I, re- I remember my first time being put in a CIA van. Best time of my life. Hmm. Of recent occurrence? Happens about every year. I, I don't know why. Just, just keep putting me in CIA vans. Jeez. You mean to tell me it doesn't happen to you? I tend to not dwell on it too much. Makes for good writing, wow. though. Good inspiration. Don't tell Peter I said that. And, and, um... Funny you should mention Peter because you kind of look and you see him opening up the van, you know, like, and it has a, a compa- you know, like a thing for a handicapped person such as yourself to enter and ride in safe and securely. And he also has opened the shotgun sheet for, for himself. And he's like, well, are you guys coming or not? Uh, hey, uh, hey, James. Yeah. How about you just, uh, you go see if that elevator door for that, uh, for the wheelchair handicap system works okay. And I'll, I'll meet you over there. And he, okay. Jairus just gives G- James a wink, kind of starts coasting backwards on his wheelchair. Hmm. James just walks back over to the van, thinking to himself, "That that Jarvis, he's a strange one. He's a strange one." 
Uh, do you check the um, elevator, the, uh, the, uh, like the, the thingy, the contraption? James does not. <laughs> James does not. All right. <laughs> you kind of think to yourself, ah, oh, it's working fine. Um, it worked before. Shouldn't, should work. It, it should still work now. Jake, what's Gyrus doing? While that's going down, Gyrus has gone back inside of the ranger station and asked if he can, is there like a landline or does that still exist? And they say, yeah, but like, we're not going to use it to you, you crazy man. I'll, I'll give you a quarter. They tell you to fuck off. And just get out of here with your weird spook friends. He just rolls backwards and does not break eye contact until he pushes open the doors with his wheelchair. Really hard. Spins back around and he just goes on to the next day, rides back into the van, hops on the escalator. You guys all suit up. Fuck, I can't believe I'm blanking the word, but the trio of vehicles begin to leave Yosemite. And as you do, at the spot where the crashed van is, you kind of see like police line, do not, uh, do not cross tape and various um, black clad figures that gyros you recognize to be operatives cleaning up your mess. And then you kind of go to the official police. Um, and then as you kind of drive to the front, you see the official police barricade and joint, and also some FBI vehicles that closed off the park to the openers until this could be taken care of. Gyros speaks up from the back of the van. How, how exactly did everyone get from HQ to out here without taking the main roads? Jairus has found himself in a crashed van, his partner dead, in the pouring torrential rain after facing down a group of monstrous flesh creatures with the faces of children and a psychic child, not to mention the Kinyani, who are massive psychic beings. Jairus is in a pickle, and Jairus, you are still in the van. It is on its side. You have luckily avoided, I, I believe, a lot of substantial damage. Brandon is outside of the van. You heard Theodore scream 
and then silence after. What do you do? <laughs> are, are you okay? Is everyone okay? What happened? So, You're nothing in response. Someone say something. <laughs> All you hear is the torrential pouring rain. I called out for for Theodore and Brandon, and then I started crawling towards the light in the van, like towards the doors of the van. Okay. Where I saw them leap out. Okay, so you go towards the door and you see your wheelchair uh, turned on its side, and then you kind of see the the uh, backs of the the Kinyani. Uh, what do you do? How many are there? There's two left. There's two left. And... Okay. And I haven't seen Theodore yet? No, you have not seen Theodore yet. Okay, I, I, I clearly have them... Um, unprepared. Do I see Brandon? I, I don't want to give up my only chance of surprise. You, you do see Brandon, and he is standing into a crumpled form, laying face down in the mud. Not moving. Okay. for the gear bag that flew out of the back of the van. Is it anywhere nearby? Yeah, you kind of see it like, like teetering on the, um, like kind of like on like one of like the doors of it. Like you kind of see it like sp- sp- like sprayed o- like splayed open. Like it's open and you can kind of see its contents. This couldn't be easy. And what's in your special bag that you have yet to pull out? (laughs) (laughs) If if the handler truly must know, remaining in the bag is Gyrus's secret (laughs) weapon, an Ithaca shotgun. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I think, did I get that right? Ithaca, is it? Yeah, the Ithaca shoddy. That's what I wrote. And yeah, I was packing that for big problems. Okay. Encounters, so do and you- a, uh, a chainsaw. And I wanted to get that chainsaw earlier. So. What are you, what are you going for? Jairus is going for the shotgun if he can find it. Okay, so you stumble and you severely disadvantaged right now. Yeah, so without his wheelchair and cane, so he wants distance. And you go for the and you kind of go for the shotgun, and as they kind of hear all this wrestling, the Kinyani turn, and they kind of start going towards you, and one of them is gonna sort of lift up it's gonna like lift up its arm to kind of go for a swing and it's gonna connect with you and he grabs onto you and he starts pulling at you no dodge roll do you want to make a dodge roll or you can make a dexterity roll should have taken the shotgun no gyrus isn't gonna bother (laughs) He, that's this isn't my game, but I'll take this. And he points the shotgun up and rests the barrel on the underarm of the figure in an attempt to delimit and pulls the trigger. All right, make a weapons test. And the roll for that 
Weapons test. 86, starting off. I think that's pretty good with a 30. I got an 86, and my skill is 20% in firearms. Okay, yeah. So you kind of blow his arm kind of clean off. And he is just gushing blood. How much damage is that? How much damage? Oh, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> Too much blood loss? Yeah. He's, no, because like they've already been so battered and bruised from Brandon and all the attacks that you guys have kind of gone on them. Yeah, so he kind of, right. yeah, so he kind of just like looks at his stump and his form is already bloody. He doesn't say anything. He just kind of falls over. I look to the next one. And oh, are, are you like out, out? I now? ready my gun and into. into the... Oh no, I'm still, I'm, I'm standing still. Or I'm staying exactly where I am. And I ready my gun, point at the next one. And I say, give us the boy. He doesn't say anything and he makes, and, oh, and he kind of makes, and he kind of reaches for his knife, but somehow he fumbles and he's not able to successfully make this attack. He is just so hurt and so damaged by everything that has gone down. Jared instantly recognizes the opportunity and takes it and in a similar vein, blasts the hand holding the knife with his shotgun. And it's gonna for sure be another 2d10 unless he's more than like 10 or 20 meters out. No, he is really close. So, um, all right, so just roll for that damage. Okay, 72. You rolled a 72? A seven and a two? You good? Yeah, you are just so laggy right now. I don't know how to tell you this. Uh, So he's dead and then this kind of, and then, yeah, so you kind of just blow away like most of his arm and he just kind of staggers and then just kind of falls. Cause he has just been slammed and beaten and then last of the Kenyani that you've encountered has fallen and and what you see now before you is Brandon McGill slightly covered in blood scared out of his mind and he says are they, are they gone now? Come here Brandon come here it's gonna be okay are they, are they gone? They're all gone as far as I can tell Come over here to me. Where's Theodore? Where did Theodore go? He's, he's, he's gone. And he kind of gestures to the form. Um, face down in the mud. And he, like, he points to him. He's like, he's right there. He's not moving, though. He's gone. Come here, uh, come here, Brandon. I need your help for just one moment. Can you help me? Okay. My legs don't work so well. Could you, could you, do you think you can tip my wheelchair back over on upright? Okay, sir. And he kind of wobbles over while you're kind of looking at the form of what you thought would have been your partner and you would have gone on all these sick adventures together but now that can never be. Never got that bow tie, damn it. <laughs> Couldn't even light up. And you kind of look back and Brandon has tipped the wheelchair upright again. All right. And uh, Jairus kind of gets on his bum and slides off from the edge of the van and plops into the seat of his wheelchair and tries to rough his way through the thick grass and mud and rain. And and, and you make it up the trail and um, which way do you head? You know, you're kind of back up on the road now. Do I have any inclination as to where to go from here? I mean, yeah, I'm, so- how many miles am I from the nearest uh, even 
building person. So probably like about like a mile. So you probably drove like maybe like about a mile from the ranger station. And then the road out is, is, is a lot longer. And it's uh, slowly becoming uh, daylight. It's just me out here. I look just like mom taught me both ways down the street. I wait for a moment, see if there's any sign of traffic. There's no traffic. Like it is like five, like the sun five. is just beginning to rise. I look over at Brandon. You hurt boy? No, sir. I'm fine. I'll take your word for it. I just need one minute if that's all right with you. And Jar just kind of slumps a little deeper into his chair. And with his eyes closed, he reaches around and just pauses for a moment. Feeling the rain pitter-patter onto the wooden box. And after a second, he kind of shakes his head and puts it back into the seat of the wheelchair, the backpack behind him. And, and he goes back towards the park and waves behind him. Come on, Brandon. Let's go, uh, Let's go phone some help. So they just make their way back to the ranger station. 